0: You can count on Money. it, you can count on it, oh. you can count on me, oh. you can count on me too. You can count on Money. it, you Money can, too.
1: You
2: know... oh, you can count on oh, me my Oh my god. Oh. oh my
3: god. Welcome. Welcome.
2: Welcome.
3: To the 30 Podcast, where even the artists can be fans. DJ The Menace. Big Champagne.
2: And Cherry TNT.
3: And ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 94. I don't know what episode this is. It doesn't really matter, but we do have a special guest. Uh, Lady London is in the building. Oh Everybody breathe. Ah! <laughs> we want to welcome you to Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, this your first time here? No. You come here all the time?
4: Not all the time.
3: But this is definitely a spot you've been before.
4: Yes, definitely. Okay.
3: Well, that's what's up. So, look, we're just going to start from the beginning. We like to dive deep at the Three Oak Podcast, and then we're going to jump into... Um, the current careers and where you want everything to go from this point, you know? Exactly the stuff that you want to talk about. So, uh, let's start with where you're from. Where you born and raised?
4: Uh, I grew up between New York and New Jersey. I spent a lot of my childhood in the Bronx and then I moved to Jersey and, you know, so basically both. And then I did undergrad in D.C. at Howard University, yeah, and then yeah, I did yeah. uh, hey, grad you. school at USC in L.A., my master's, so...
3: Okay, so you was um. So what was your upbringing like, going back and forth between like New York and Jersey?
4: Um, pretty cool. I grew up around the music industry mostly. Um, okay, so
3: you came up in the music industry.
4: Yeah, not as an artist, obviously, but just around like you A know, family member, family like, members. Yeah, exactly.
3: Somebody close to you was who was the person that was close in your family that was like in the uh, music industry? My
4: father and my uncle both. Got you. Time. Okay, yeah. so you had
3: your your mom and your dad growing up.
4: Um. Not really. My father wasn't really there as I got older, but, you know.
3: Got you, got you. He okay. lived in New
4: York. My mom was in Jersey. So.
3: Okay, so, like, what kind of music was they playing back then oh,
4: in the man. house? My mother was a huge Jay-Z fan, which is why I'm a huge Jay-Z fan. So got you. Okay. It was, like, a big, like, you know,
3: KRS-One,
4: Rakim, Raekwon. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Like, so, or my favorite artist, Big L. You know what I mean? That's that's the type of stuff that I listen to now.
3: Okay, that's hard. Yeah. And, then, um, and then you've always developed your passion for, like, doing music because it was always around you?
4: no i- I avoided music for a long time because I think for my father and my uncle, I don't think it really ended well for them, you know what I mean, as far mm. as like the logistics of things, yeah, and I was yeah. always scared to see what it what it might come to for me so i I was away from that I got my both my degrees in medical sciences, so I wasn't really even in the music scene at all, but I always wrote poetry mm-hmm. gotcha so, when did the
3: poetry start
4: I probably like Maybe eleven years old, like really start taking poetry seriously. I spit my first rap when I was five.
3: Yeah, okay. I'm about to say I did see yeah. that. But I you still do you remember it? when I was
4: five. I do I do. <laughs> I don't want to say it, but I remember <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, like as far as like really writing and like knowing what I was writing eleven, probably.
3: Okay. Oh no. yeah. That ain't that bad then. All right. Mm-hmm. And then um did you always have like the same rap name or, or
4: No, my first.
3: <laughs> what was the first one? We always love to hear the first one. The ones first here. one
4: was Queen, actually. Before it was Lady, it was Queen.
3: That could have worked too, I guess. Yeah, right. yeah it would have yeah. worked, I yeah. guess. But yeah.
4: um, as I got older, a lot of like my ex boyfriends and everybody around me would, would call me Boss Lady. Everybody would be like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, <laughs> Boss Lady? Like, <laughs> like, whatever. So that's kind of where Lady came from. And, and London is inspired by Lauren London. Gotcha. You know. Yeah. yeah, okay. I see the dimples. Yeah, it was when I, I had blonde hair in high school. Everybody's like, Oh, you look like her. You got to like y'all, y'all similar looking. So I'm like, oh, Did you
3: transition to the new new where everybody called you new? No, point?
4: literally, people <laughs> walk by me like, Rashad, like, you don't get out of here. I can definitely see that. You
2: yeah. look a lot like Aaliyah, too. I get, I, I get, get both the of them. I get yeah.
4: both of them. Yeah,
3: like, you know I'm what? Awesome. Um, my other homeboy who's usually the co host here, Big Champagne, uh, filling in for him. Okay, he was like, Um, yeah, I did some research on Lady London, you know what I'm saying? Tell her I'm sorry I can't be here. She looks like Aaliyah and she got bars, so I fuck with her. You I know what will. I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> in and out, you know? So, right.
1: Rest yeah. in Peace.
3: So. Especially in that little vi- in the video where you were talking about um, rapping at five. Yeah. You definitely look like that was, <laughs> yeah, you definitely look like it then. So now you went to um, DC to yeah. go to Howard. Yeah. How special is DC to you?
4: So special. It's like a second home. Honestly, I think when I get to a Point financially, I would love to have a place in D.C., mm-hmm. like a permanent place that I, you know, just for myself. It's a small city; it's a home mm-hmm. away from home. And every time I go home for homecoming, it feels like, you know,
3: oh, it just feels like home It's just
4: like, yeah, it's like the mecca. Is place. there
3: a reason that you even went down there? Was there like, did you just pick that school? Or was it, was, it was, they just accepted you? You're like.
4: So I got accepted go. into eight schools at a, at a college, I mean, at a high school. Yeah. Um, seven of which with scholarships, one of which would not. And you could guess the one that didn't give me a scholarship was Howard, actually. Oh. Howard wow. didn't give me a scholarship, but I wanted to go to HBCU, and Spelman was my next choice, but I was like. On the fence of going to Atlanta, I was like, I kind of want to be able to go home when I want that's to. That's a fact, because you like five like, hours, know, hours if you in. Four yeah, four hours give get to take from home. So I was like, I don't know. And I ended up picking Howard. And um, I ended up getting a scholarship out really anyway. And it's funny because I got a scholarship from the Sean Carter Foundation. Oh, ah, you know, yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah. So Jay-Z, I feel like we just, you know, we together. It's going to so happen that's at some point. Like, you know, so All shit. them things keep happening. Right.
3: What's the name? Um... Damn, what was I about to ask? It was about to be about D.C., but, like, uh, why Why is it so special to you? Like, you you feel like you really learned who you were. I know it yeah. It seemed like you found your spiritual, your spirituality there, too.
4: Definitely, definitely. Um, it was a lot going on in my life when I was in college. I was finding myself, and there was a lot of family issues that were going on with me. And I think, like, you know, a lot of shit happened in my personal life that kind of made me... Really, I grew up in Islam, so like for me, mm. um, my
3: dad's Muslim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. for
4: me, um, I never really felt connected to it, so to speak. It just was, you know, what it, what was my upbringing? Yeah. Um, but even then, so I don't know. I just, it was this one day where I just was like fell to the ground and was like, "Yo, God help me!" Like. God, because I mean, did in, you
3: fall back on Islam or no, cause Christianity? No, because I mean,
4: in, in Islam, it is said to be in the Quran that it's a sin to pray in English or, or not to pray in Arabic. Prayers that's that, fra- that yeah, are that's not f- in Arabic don't reach Allah. Mm-hmm. And I, I can only say my prayers. I don't know how to say, God, help me with rent. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't know how to say that. So, yeah, yeah. um I think that's the part of when I would say I got like saved and went into my like spirituality. I'm not very religious, but I'm very spiritual. You definitely, okay. it, very, yeah. very spiritual.
3: Okay, so I remember the question I wanted to ask you. Um, the scholarships that you were getting, were those for academics or were they, they were academics?
4: Yeah, I had I had a, um, academic scholarships, yeah.
3: Okay, so you've always been, you. that's why they called you boss later. You was always just like out here yeah, running yeah, on you.
4: Everything. Yeah, definitely always smart in school. It was always the behavior side, I think, that was always like, my mom was like, yo, how are you an A student in this side of your poor car? It looks like you don't work well with others, you don't follow directions. <laughs> like, okay,
3: yeah, I was about to ask you. To, like, are you the kid that was like, they're like, she's such a bright student, but she just always she, talks during class? Not talk during
4: class, but one of those that she's like, she does what she wants to do. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Like I used to say that when I was young, I do what I want to do. Mm. I do what I want to do. So.
3: And that's how you've been moving out here in these streets? Pretty much. Yeah, that's what's Pretty up, much. though. Uh, let me see. I had... Hold on. You started the... And then you really just started the music career. Let's just, Like, we can go up to the music stuff now. So yeah. you you really just started going hard in 2018?
4: Yeah, I started rapping um, in March 2018. What? So like, I've Wait, always. Wait, so we talking about poetry. like there's a
3: you had the poetry in between.
4: I always wrote poetry. Yeah. Okay. 11, right. So you was but always I sharpening Not rap on beat to save my life. I know people probably don't believe that shit now. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in March, I remember dropping this freestyle and it went viral with we like eight million views and went crazy. The and one you're in a car. I'm in a car, but I it's acapella. It's no it's no I beat yeah, behind it, word. right? And everybody was like, "Yo, you need to rap. Like you need to rap. Put it behind a beat." And I was like, that's cool. I could do that. And I yeah. put on the beat, and I could not catch the pocket. Like, I just <laughs> could not do it. And I, I went to my brother's house, and I was like, yo, can you help me learn how to rap? And he was like, I can't teach you how to rap. You got to know. And I, I mean, if you really see my first videos, which are not out anymore, but like, yeah. it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And so I really gauged my flow like July. I would really say like July, I really started being like, oh, yeah, can't nobody touch me. Yeah, yeah, nobody, yeah. July like, of 2018. 2018. 2018,
3: Okay, yeah. and then so you've like you kind of stick with the same format. Like you drop, you'll drop the videos, but like, yeah. do you like that format where you're just like, it's just you, you chilling, you in the car, you somewhere, pull yeah. the camera out and just go.
4: Um, I, I'm versatile, you know, like I've been in the studio, I got a project coming, so it's like, okay. it's not just that, but that is a, a high comfort zone for me, you know, yeah. I love just freestyling, I love cyphers, but that's because I grew up listening to stuff like that. The you know? artist like, that
3: you was listening to, in, well, you exactly. at least your parents and everything in the exactly. house. Okay. And then, um, I know like, uh, you, when Nipsey passed, like, I want to know, like, what did Nipsey and Lauren London mean to you, you know what I'm saying? Because I know you had yeah. a lot to say, so.
4: Yeah, I mean, Nipsey as an individual, he, he really... He really set the blueprint for a lot of, like, you know, new artists. Because we all seen Jay do it, and we all seen, like, you know, certain pioneers of the game, Master P, people mm-hmm. that really took back their community yeah. and built up. But and he really took it way. to a whole other level where he was still in the community, very hands-on. It really, I don't know, it hit me like it was blood of my own loss mm-hmm. when, he, when he passed yeah. away. As far as him and Lauren, I've always respected their their love for one mm-hmm. another because it was, like, private but not secretive. It was, like, mm-hmm. you know, like it's us and everybody knows it's us but everybody like my my lifestyle is public but my private life is private you know what I mean and I I just I have a great respect for that as a woman who just even in my most serious of relationships four years five year relationships Mm -hmm. it's never been a social media spectacle like it's just like it's it's, it's us you know it's just being you and that's that
3: that's the first thing out of the room in a relationship like
4: that's the first thing. What that are ruining. That are ruin. That'll ruin it. It, I don't it, think yeah. people get that. Yeah, you know, I don't mean, think like, it's it's, it's so, really simple. It's so much other things that you got that happens within a relationship that people argue about and stuff that social media just cult, like That's catapults a into a whole yeah. other thing. So
3: yeah, because I've definitely seen the people who like there's like certain people like I know if I go to their page they gonna flame their spouse or their girlfriend or boyfriend or when they're then done, they, gonna be, yeah.
4: they d- delete the pictures and all yeah. that it's like
3: bad extra no they only know archive it because then they now. just take it back off of archive when they're done you know what I'm saying like,
4: <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. changed the game but yeah, it was certain yeah. people that was deleting pictures that was up for two years now you can yeah. not get it back like cause you had an attitude exactly. for a day like what's the problem
3: yeah that's kinda goofy man I don't yeah. get it but hey look man single life I'm out here moving and shaking that's all that matters <laughs> you know what I'm saying like but what's the name um let me see so so, you uh, what the fuck, boy? I didn't drew a couple blanks. Hold on.
4: What about your book? Talk about your book. Oh yeah. Yeah, my book. Um, that was that's interesting. Um, so I wrote a book in 2017. I started it in well, I started in November 2016. I finished it May 11th, 2017. I dropped it on the 13th anniversary of my grandfather's death. Okay. Um. It's an urban novel. It's about a young girl who grew up in a foster care system in West Philadelphia. And she ended up moving to LA. She graduated from HBCU, moved to LA, and met and fell in love with a drug kingpin and didn't know, you know, didn't know what he was, and yeah. then was exposed to both the perks and the downfalls of what that came with. Yeah, um, with that lifestyle. And, yeah. Yeah. So that's the first book. It's called Truth, and it's available on Amazon, okay. on Kindle. And I have I had hard copies. They just sold out, but I plan yeah. on restocking. and The second book comes out. And it's based on the main character of the first book, and it talks a little bit about his life and you know the drug dealer yeah. and how he got into what he got into. So it's 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 definitely good.
3: You see something like that? Do you see the books that you're writing um, becoming into shows and movie? A
4: movies? movie, one movie specifically. I would want yeah. to combine them into one movie. What okay. inspired the book? I initially wanted to write a self help book, mm-hmm. um, f- for women turn hustlers turn made women. To understand, you know how to walk through life, but I felt like I hadn't reached the pinnacle that I int- intend to reach eventually, and I don't think that you can give directions to a place you've never been. Okay. So for me, I um, I wanted to wait to do the self help but like I will eventually, but fiction mm-hmm. kind of took me into my own realm of different reality. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. to get an escape from my own shit going on. So right. I just make,
3: it makes it. it a little bit easier to write about too when you can oh, make up no. the
4: aspects right. of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. creative Instead control. Yeah, because the
3: self helps is like you really gotta live life. With
0: In one of your bars, you were speaking about, basically how pretty women mm-hmm. don't beef with you, right? That's always the
1: <laughs> anti pretty women. That's, right. that's, that's who, a good word
0: anti women who, who beef with you. Uh, do you find that that is truly the case? That it's really the ones who you force them to look at this stuff and be like, "Wow, I'm really a bum." out here yeah. in this world, and look at her. She's got degrees, him. and she can rap, and she can I write a book, and she can fly, and she's made out of apple pie, and yeah. <laughs> her, her, her nails are a color I've never seen before. You know, I mean, just saying. So, you know, is it true that, you know, like Fab said, you know, that the Babs live, rest in peace, the Stankoes, is it really the ones who, are like, are <laughs> 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 yeah. they really giving me that much trouble?
4: I think so. I think they spine their own insecurities and they deflect them on other people, mm-hmm. especially, like, I, I've never had an issue with a girl who, like, was comfortable with herself, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like a beautiful yeah. girl who was right. fine and comfortable with herself. I've never – it's always been more so, like, salute, sis. Like, like, you, you everything, girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? I always say to my friends – you know, you're not a bad bitch, and so you're still a bad bitch in a room full of bad bitches. Like, it's, it's like... not mm. Automatic. bar, so,
3: Yeah, because you know, that, that is one thing that I like about your music. It's like you've you you you've taken the role of being, like, the spokesperson for the confident woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Absolutely. And that's, like, dope. So, like, I would say, who was... Is there, like, a woman in in that was in your life that, like, you looked at it and you were like, that's why I want to do that, you know...
4: Mm, If that makes sense My mom is a big Is a big inspiration But mom I think uh, I get a lot of my bravado From my mom My mom's very confident In who she Mm -hmm. is And how she is And so she's very like Steal the room, you know what I mean? Not intentionally, just she has that infectious smile, that infectious like, "Hi everyone, how are you?" Like, Mm, "Good morning." If no one's gonna say it to me, I'll say it to everyone. You know what I'm saying? So it's like,
3: like just the energy
4: energy (laughs) is Like everybody's like, "Yo, your mom's like your mom." Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's from her, really. But I'm a lot. A lot of it is just my own, my own thing, you know. Your own confidence that you found with yourself,
3: and then yeah. you're just trying to teach everybody else. Is your mom from New York? Yeah. yeah. Born and raised like straight Bronx. Jersey,
4: no Jersey. J- she back yeah, and forth Jersey, as well yeah, too. too. Yeah. Uh
3: huh. gotcha So like, when it comes to musically, I know you got the EP that you want to be, you're gonna be putting out soon. Uh, what are some of the, like the? Do you have like the feeling for it, the name? Yeah. Do you know so what that, you're kind of going for with that?
4: <laughs> the EP is a work in progress. It's so much different than anything I've ever done. One, because um, songwriting is a lot different than actual freestyling. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. Some people don't get it. I do. I yeah, have the, yeah. I, I'm have. i very specific with my um, with my craft. Um, it's going to be five songs. Um, and the, this EP is called The Missing Piece, um, which I think I am to the game to an extent. Mm. And um, that's why you see like the puzzle pieces and stuff like that. Right. It's yeah, kind of like yeah. my, my new thing. And yeah, I think it's going to be fine.
3: How, how far deep into it? You're just, you, I'm sure you're over recording, right? Uh, or you're going right for the five. I'm
4: very kind of. no. I'm over recording for okay, sure. Okay, for okay, okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. probably gonna do about fifteen to twenty songs and then pick from from those. But I'm very like. You know, anal about stuff. Even my mm-hmm. engineers are like, "Yo, don't be so hard on yourself." You know, like relax. But it's a lot of writing on this. You know, major labels, major right. people, major artists. Yeah. And a lot of people are waiting for it. So,
3: what type of production are you leaning towards? Re- like on this, on this, on you going like live instruments, or you going more boom bappy production?
4: Um, it's a lot of versatility in the project overall. It's a lot of minor key songs, some uh, very few major key songs. Um, like for people who don't know engineering like that, minor key is more like the melodic, like low and major keys, like that upbeat, you know, like mm-hmm. tempo, mm-hmm. which is not. If it's my thing, I'm talking shit. You know, you know me. If I'm, yeah, gonna, if I'm yeah, getting you, on a major key, I'm talking totally shit. Yeah. But minor key, I'm trying to get some. I want. I want music to be felt again. You know, right. I, I don't mm-hmm. want you to hear it. I want it to be like a. Damn! I got that feeling. You know, I remember I could take myself back to a time with that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah.
4: So
0: it's been about a year.
4: Yeah.
0: Have you seen the circle or the team? begin to flake off have you seen those were there any you know loose people that yeah. were barely connected to you or there for the wrong reasons that have been weeded out or has the circle that you picked going into that year mm-hmm. was it solid enough to still be the same at this point
4: Um, I would say it was more so the latter, but what I will say is that a lot of people have tried to join the bandwagon. One thing about Mm. me is I'm huge on energy and vibes and synergy and just the whole, you know, how people are with themselves. But I've noticed that people that have known me for years have are now reaching out like, you know, damn, we got to work. When I've been talented for X amount of time and, mm-hmm. you know, you had opportunities to work with me when I had 9,000 followers and, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. whatever. Now I'm at 116K and it's like, oh, and I'm on every podcast and everything, yeah. now mm-hmm. it's, oh, we got to work. You know, I don't I don't like opportunities because I think right. everything is, it can't be beneficial to you. It, like, you know what I mean? You know,
3: yeah, most definitely. yeah. I think that's really corny, so. Yeah. I hope I hope your opportunity don't knock the opportunist in your group. That's a that's a Nipsey line. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, because people because it's like uh, I mean yeah I I have direct experience with that where oh, it's sure. like we we've been playing in the mud for quite a while, bro. I was trying to get you down here, you know exactly. what I'm saying? But now that shit is starting to like shake off and look clean. Don't try to pull up now. But you
4: know what? People want people to tell them what to like. That's the thing. They want mm-hmm. the world to tell them what they're supposed to like. That that's way. True they can go and support it after the world tells them it's okay to support. Yeah. That's why it's always, I always like, when I talk to people that are fans of me now, I'm always like, yo, if you I'm here at this this nightclub tonight. Come out. If you're yeah. going you to come out, speak to me. Tell me that we had this conversation so that I can right. speak to you back and I don't look like I'm higher than what I am. Because mm-hmm. right now, I am okay in, in media wise, but I'm yeah. barely scratching the surface. It's gonna exactly. get a lot yeah. crazier than this, and I want to remember the people that was here from jump. You know. Mm-hmm. But.
3: Do you do you feel like do do you feel the same like with your hometown? Like you have two hometowns, yeah. kind of. But yeah. like, do you feel like the love came from the hometown after you got it when you left?
4: No, no. The hometown been supporting. supporting. They've you? been they've mm-hmm. been supporting for quite some time. I would say. Um, That's I just great. have. I just, it's, it's great. I feel great energy all around for the most part. It's usually just very few people that come in every now and again, and I'm like, man, get mm-hmm. out of here. Like, yeah, man, who yeah, are yeah. you? Since well, when?
3: Especially when stuff is moving that fast, they don't, I mean, they can't even catch you to even like, yeah. and if it does get that close, and then it deflects away, you know right, what I'm saying? Exactly. But
4: exactly. No. Jersey, um, yeah. New York's always showed mad love. Yeah. L.A., D.C., everywhere that I've lived has always showed yeah. mad love.
3: That's dope. And then you were in the bartender scene, too, a little bit, right? Yes, yeah. So you probably had crazy connections off of that just alone, right? Just um, knowing a lot of people or people always knowing you, at least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
4: Yeah, that's definitely, it helps your social skills, I think, when you bartend, because you got to interact with a lot of people. I think people be like artists, but they socially awkward and they can't yes, hold the conversation yes, and they can't, yes. like, everything's very like, yes, I do music. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah. I'm pretty social for the most part.
3: Yeah. I like, okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. One of the lyrics that you did have that I thought was uh, that I was thought was hard was "I'm only lyrical when I'm living through what I'm talking about."
4: Mm.
3: Like, explain that one. Yeah,
4: I think a lot of people pump fake and rap and records, and I say that on a lot of tracks. You know, like a lot of capping on beats. Mm-hmm. A lot of you know what yeah, I'm Yeah, you saying? do. Like, you do.
3: You you be checking, it, motherfucker. Yeah, it is yeah, because yeah. it's
4: a lot of a lifestyle that you didn't live. You know what I mean? And I just I'm not that girl. I'm not gonna say nothing that I haven't done. You know, and right. even if I talk about some. I don't know if I say anything criminal is not to indict myself. It's yeah, more some yeah, shit Like yo, for just, real. <laughs> like what in is. real <laughs> yeah. life, you this know, what really like, happen. So yeah, I'm definitely living what I have been through. And and before that, the line was like you know like I've i not slept in parking lots. My little parking spot. Like yep, right. yep. I, I have in real life, you yeah. know. Unfortunately, but it, it that's the truth. It's a moment, yeah.
0: Yeah. When I listen to your music, um, Bar, you said basically I'm growing. I'm a garden. Yeah. I think that really uh, personifies you. I think it person- personifies how humble you are, you. yet very high up. You're like, you're the, I think you said, I know I'm here, <laughs> but I'm going to let you know that I'm here still. Yeah. And to me, that's what gives the dopeness of your vibe Thank because you. you're like, hey, I know my worth, right. but I am a person.
4: I'm, I'm a child of God. I and, that's, God and that's, first. And that's God the given, crazy... you can take it back. That's just how I feel. So I know it's never to, to get big-headed about nothing. Everything mm-hmm. that is given to you... My mother used to say, don't treat people bad because the same way, same people you see on the way up, the same people you see coming back down. yeah. That is, so it's yeah. like, you got to be careful because one day it'd be like 250000 in the car and the next mm-hmm. day you got, you you know, food stamps. You're like, what's right. <laughs> you yeah, going on, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I
2: feel that. Can you explain the significance of 13?
4: Oh man, that's uh, it's it, go, it goes so much back. So it starts at my grandfather. My grandfather, that was like his number. He was born March thirteenth. Um, my mother was born in seventy six. Seven plus six thirteen. I was born in ninety four. Nine plus four thirteen. I was born six twenty five ninety four. Six plus two plus five thirteen. Wow. Six plus twenty five is thirty one. The inverse of that is thirteen. Oh, wow. My mother got the thirteen tattoo. I saw that on my, on your Yeah, my mom money. has a. Big-ass 13, obnoxious, <laughs> uh, tattooed on her. She got it when she was 23. I got mine on my leg when I was 23. Okay. Um, my sister's getting hers this year. Uh, my grandfather had his, you know. So it just, it's just it's big. It's a number of lawlessness and rebellion, mm-hmm. the epitome of my being. I went to school, as you know, for medical sciences, mm-hmm. and I'm a rapper now. It's like, what are you doing, girl? I don't know. It's like you never know. So yeah. um, it's always associated with bad luck. But for me, I've always had great luck with it, you know. Um I see it everywhere too. It like follows me.
1: Yeah.
0: I think you just named your album maybe. 13. <laughs> I might have just huh? said it. Yeah. That's always been it. That's always been it. I yeah. didn't want
4: my first project to be called it cuz it's such a big thing for me. Yeah, yeah, you um, need to wait
3: for that first big one. You yeah. know,
4: like I just expected like even speaking about Nipsey. Nipsey's Victory Lap was supposed to come out in 09.
2: Right. He perfected that yeah. album, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I
4: think that's the way. If I'm going to release something with 13 and that's my brand on it, that's my, my label name. I want it to be Definitely,
3: you know, yeah I love that. Crazy. yeah, one of the um i think I, it'd be a good time to ask that question that you had about the freestyling considered uh
2: Oh yeah, so a, um, yeah, I, like I have a lot of question. friends that rap or in the rap scene, and yeah. a lot of uh, question that gets thrown around a lot is if you are not initial, well, predominantly a freestyle type of rapper, would you still consider yourself an MC? So a lot of people think that you know you you know you rap, but if you can't freestyle, can you really call yourself a rapper?
4: Yes, you can. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. <laughs> what? If you don't freestyle, it doesn't make you not a rapper. It just means that you're not very good at improv, which a lot of mm-hmm. people aren't. Exactly. I'm really not that good at improv. Mm-hmm. I can not because I have, again, bravado is like one of my favorite words to use because it is me-, me. Yeah. But I have that, like, you know, like that swag where at the end. I'm just, if I'm ever laughing at the end of my free, it's because I just made that up. Like, yeah, I don't, like, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. But it's not for everybody. I think what makes an MC an MC is content, Is mm-hmm. actual lyricism. Mm-hmm. So if you can't call yourself an MC if all you if all you do is mumble rap, those are not MCs in exactly. my opinion. But when you have a message and, a, and it's clear content, you're an MC mm-hmm. whether you wrote it down or you didn't.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of times a lot of rappers who do freestyle say that because they can't write. Like writing is yeah, not facts. everyone can't write. Like right. a lot of people can freestyle write rhymes together. I can think of three rhymes in my head right now. Rap, right? but when it comes right. to a pen and pad, like what can you really do? Can you really produce content? Like you said, right? I think that's really. The The bumble rapper thing, doesn't
3: it seem like they kind of got exterminated out? Are there any? No. No, they didn't. Are you kidding me? They're Mm -hmm.
4: They're just spraying the game. And it's it's cool because it's for right now. It's music for right now. And it's it's great at selling. It's the market right now. But what happens in 10 years, you know? I miss the the records that come on from 2007. And I'm like, oh, this is that shit. Like, turn it up. Mm -hmm. You know, we're talking transcending a generation. Like... It all
3: all seems like it's here, though. For me, personally, just because, I don't know, maybe because, you know, now that we don't have to be slaves to the radio, we can tailor our own type of music. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, it always seems like it's already wet itself out because when, like, the little pumps and stuff were coming in, I would say, like, the SoundCloud generation. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what I consider like mumble because I didn't understand what they were saying, but then okay. I feel like they all kind of like exterminated themselves out personally.
4: Okay, I can see the de- you see generation X that shouldn't be yeah, yeah. itself out, but it's still, um, and I won't name them obviously. Yeah, but yeah, They're like course. right here in mainstream. They're like yeah. in our face every day, mumble rappers that have great melody. So it's catchy. It's something you want to listen to in a club, it's something you want to listen to in a club. But it's time when you place listen for to like real music, and you mm-hmm. like, dang, I've been there. Dang, mm-hmm. I feel that. Like I went through that. It's different.
0: Do you think that mumble rap is much like it was 10 years ago when a lot of the uh, trapping Johns. rap came out? Do you think it's a ploy by the industry to rob music of its consciousness? Uh, I think music is the message. It gives a message to people. Mm. Like slaves, they sung. You know, if you think right. about it in, in, in history, songs Prevey a message, mm-hmm. um, so like right, right now, J. Cole. Mm, shout out to J. Cole. Shout out to Cole. Um, Dreamville. Given, crazy. Bringing the message. Mm-hmm. You yourself, you bring a message. Do you think that the industry is propping up these mumble rappers to rob music of its consciousness?
4: I never thought of it from that angle, but that's a great point. Um, quite possibly, I I believe a lot of the white man's agenda is against us. That's that's my opinion. They might kill me for it too, but. I, I do think so. That's what it is. Yeah. I really do think so. Yeah. Um, I don't know if music specifically, but I do know that as most things, it is a white dominated industry on the bigger up upper mm. upper scales. We, right. The, the paperwork entertainment side. industry, yeah, yeah. In, mm-hmm. in general. And so maybe that might be it. But I think everything is about a dollar at the end mm. of the day. So I think sure. it's what sells. This is what these people. Th- their the drug culture is extremely at its high right now. You know, we we I grew up on the drug dealers. Now we have the drug abusers,
1: mm-hmm. and so
4: it's like. The, dichot- the dichotomy between the two is just like, mm. you know, it's expected. If, if your mind is on lean all day, do you want to hear something that you can dissect and go buy back your block and go do this, that, and a third? No, you want to hear... Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. So it's like, you know, expected, I expect it. How, how
3: do you see your own career going when it comes to the business side, like independent signing, partnerships, yeah, um, distribution deals only, you know what I mean? How do you see yourself in that? Have you like... Kind of already had a blueprint mapped out in your head of and you're course. not going to stop until then?
4: Of course. So of what's course, that? Of course, the, the path of the narrow is the path of the success, basically. So, of course, you want to be straightforward with things. Um, in my perfect world, I would finish my project under my label name, 13A mm-hmm. Label, mm-hmm. and get a joint venture with a parent label. And... um to Basically, some sort of distribution deal or something get like. my get my distribution through that label, and get the money to back it. But other than that, I will own my masters and things mm-hmm. of that nature, my publishing, and build the right team around me and, and things like that. So, yeah. I think everything is about generational wealth to make sure that my kids' kids don't work. You know, yeah. I, mean, I can't be, I can't ever touch a million, multi millions of dollars and think that my kids can't go to school. You know, yeah. like that's a wild concept or, or to me. That's like, or, yeah, and even if they don't want to go to school, I'm not I mean, saying it's everybody got to exactly. go, but I don't want them to have the option to be able to go. So,
3: mm-hmm.
4: yeah. Joint venture, ideally.
3: Yeah, that's like. I mean, that's the route that everybody's going. Like we've had the conversations where it's like record labels might as well transition into distribution companies. You know what I mean? If they want to, if they want to save so, themselves, still
4: hitting people that don't know nothing about. Still it, the mumble you know I mean? You're right. <laughs> because it's the social media. Like we didn't have this digital streaming years ago, which where is you why can go I was right like, right to the
3: market. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which
4: means if we got this Instagram and social media platform, where you got people like DistroKid and stuff like that that can stream or I don't need a label. Nothing's I don't out of reach. need it. But to be honest, the backing and the the name behind it is still a viable source right now. But I think eventually it's going to be disposable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do. People wise up. Definitely.
3: Yeah, most definitely. Uh, let me see. What, oh, where do you see, like, what are some of the things that you want to do in your career? I know owning your own masters and stuff, but I'm talking about outside of the music mainly. Because you've already talked about setting up generational wealth and things of that nature. But what are some of those missions that you have that's like, when I get this amount of money, not only will I set up for my future, but I want to do this for the community or something of that nature.
4: Yeah, so philanthropy is huge, huge as a part of me. I definitely want to give back to Jersey, give back to New York. And my main trajectory is to um, buy Howard back. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't own
3: Okay, I was about I say it's not owned by We either. don't
4: own anything anymore. When I was there, we owned our our auditorium, Prampton Auditorium, we, mm-hmm. or, we owned uh our oldest dormitories, the Quad and the Annex Drew and Carver. But now they're owned and monopolized by large uh contractor companies yeah. or whatever. Yeah.
3: Investment co- investment companies. And mm-hmm. it's horrible
4: because <laughs> they're upping the the rent and things like that. When I mean, kids can't afford that type of stuff, and, when and, they need and, the it's, and we're literally losing our credibility as a school, financial aid is, is people are stealing and things like that. So I want to help inwardly so that we can branch out outwardly and then help the greater whatever. But I definitely want to buy Howard back. That's that's a huge priority on my list. I want to get rap for what it can do for me right now. Yeah, I love hip hop. i I always love hip hop. Hip hop was. And brown sugar, like my first Dang. love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think you have an expiration date in it. I Oh, think as always, yeah. You come in, you get what you can, and you, you build transition. from that. And then you li- you reach back and pull. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Lift as you climb. I'm big on, you know what I mean? If you can help someone else lower than you or like in your same position that you see yourself in, yeah. bring mm-hmm. them up to that level so that they can continue to do it. Because every other demographic, Jews and whites and... In Africans yes. even. like Yeah, it's not even, yeah, it's other black people doing it. I got it. you, I got you, I got you. African Americans, we have a, a problem, you know, with this crab in a barrel. I don't want to be a crab in a barrel. I want to be the crab that gets out the barrel and knocks It'd the fucking like, barrel yeah, over, like, yeah, everybody right. free. Like, now let's get out here and get this money. Like, it's mm-hmm. enough money everywhere for everybody to eat.
0: So do you think, you know, like recently there was some backlash for Kodak Black. About the comments he
4: made.
0: Yeah. About the comments he made.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Do you think it's time for black people as a whole to break the back of the opportunists? People who make opportunistic comments, who make opportunistic moves. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I seek in my life to root out, identify all opportunists, and immediately make them (laughs) (laughs) suffer. you know, so uh, do you think it's time to... Really, for us as a black culture to see those people for what they are, stop my brother and my sister and them, and just really eradicate them. (laughs) You know,
4: a hundred percent. And I also think that it's important that we start to force people to take accountability for what they do. Like at this point, he thought that that was that was his name to say that. Like he could have just said that. That's fine. But I I believe that he wouldn't have fixed his mouth to say that if Nipsey was on this earth. And even if he would. That's another thing for us to be like, yo, first of all, this man was on pending trial for a rape. When he was addressed about it, he never said I didn't do it. He said, I don't want to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So certain things like that. And the OGs, I like how everybody's checking him and and everything like that. But more specifically, I want people to check in for the misogyny. Mm. Bigger than anything, I think a lot of people are checking him out of respect for Nipsey as they should. That's true, but yeah. everybody's, everybody's approach is they're not checking Damn, Why the hell the did he issue. say that? Why did he say that about Nipsey's girl instead of saying, Why are you so misogynistic and chauvinistic towards Lauren London as an entity by herself? Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. a woman first, before she's Nipsey's woman, she's a woman. So it's mm-hmm. like
3: they're not attacking the root
0: problem. What's right? The root that's why yeah. he continues yeah. to, to believe right, that he yeah. can do
4: things, you know what I'm saying? So
0: I like, I like what you said. I've got said it, but somebody said that, and that brings me to my next question. Mm-hmm. Is it time that we identify problematic behaviors that are, you know, they were weaved into the culture by the same OGs that are checking him now? Oh, they're, yeah. They're yeah. checking him now, but 20, 10 years ago. They were doing it. You were doing this.
4: Right. We, so or yesterday you were doing how,
0: this. Yeah, is, you, you just didn't yeah I know what you're talking how, about. Yeah. How do we get to a point where not only are we checking bad behavior, yeah. but we're not doing bad behavior. Cause you know, monkey see, monkey, monkey do. Right. <laughs>
4: um. I really, I don't have the answers. I really don't. I want people to start just as men, just black men, protect black women. Like we are the most attacked mm-hmm. ever. We are the he, least protected. We are yeah. the most vulnerable. Of all demographics, and Mm. I think it's time for men to reclaim their position in society, black men especially. I believe y'all are the prototype, the blueprint, basically the entire foundation of what everybody else wants to be but cannot. That whole movie Get Out is like, we have everything they want, but they can't have it. You know what I'm saying? I I don't understand why... Things are not being targeted for what they are. So I definitely think that that needs to be done. But I don't know any approach on how to get it done. I, I genuinely don't know. People are going to be bozos, and they're going to be bozos. But Nipsey said, we shouldn't yep. get no no, no attention. You should, right. we, should, yeah.
3: we should we should watch what the real niggas react to. And if they don't react, we We shouldn't we should react. react. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
4: it's hard. It's harder said than done. I know for myself, because people that say wild stuff to me all day. And instead of being like, okay, I'm chill, I'm quick to say, suck my dick. Loud, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like... It's say hard. say it how you say it. Suck my dick. That's exactly how I say it. You feel better my soul. Yeah, yeah. in my soul. Suck my dick. Yeah, that's yeah, big. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely like that. Suck my dick, block me back. You know, uh, those are yeah. two things that I say often.
3: You said suck my dick or what?
4: Block me back. Yeah, block me Even back. Even if you're not already blocking me, block me back. That's hard. Like Hashtag that.
0: lady. lady London, block me back.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> hard. Um. What I know you said when you went to HBCU, I mean, obviously you're like extremely pro pro black. And I know you're going to be doing a lot of work in just the black community alone. But what made you want to go like where you were like, I know I'm going to HBCU anyway. Like what made you go that direction?
4: Go like pro black?
3: Not pro black. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's an odd question to
4: ask.
3: (laughs) No, but like what makes you want to did you have like were your parents like were they giving you like our history and things of that nature that where you're like, I'm definitely going to HBCU.
4: Um no, honestly. So my high school I went to in New Jersey was uh I think it was like three percent black people. Okay. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, and, and that's where
3: you graduated from too. Yeah. Of okay. Course.
4: Yeah, I went through all four years. And it it's like I don't know. I've always wanted to be closer to to like my people. You know what I'm saying? And I yeah. think I took my first African American studies class as a freshman at Howard with Dr. Carr, who's like amazing. He's like world renowned, Dr. Carr, but. He teaches you that you shouldn't feel guilty about speaking out or organizing or taking mm. issue with the conditions of African American society, yeah. so it's like that whole thing it was just super like enlightening for me and just eye opening and, and not me being pro black doesn't make me anti white mm. it's of just like I want to help the the minority, so yeah. I, I want to help brown kids, not just black kids, like mm-hmm. it's Mexicans that's being separated from their families it's, it's all it's Indians that, all types of stuff. Mm-hmm. Our president is horrible, like so it's a lot of things within a community that needs to be fixed it's just
3: you did have that shirt that said not my president,
4: definitely not my president. I gave it to my grandmother the week. It was a lot of controversy. I wore that shirt to Mexico. It's a what? lot of controversy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it
3: that. was love then, right?
4: It was love from because from, I, because from that, yeah. so initially it was love, but you know they they don't read in, in they didn't read in English, so they thought that I was like endorsing. Them oh, and you when know I was what? Going that to was pres- it said not and my that, president.
3: And that was going to be my next question because like I've there's plenty of apparel out like that. Yeah, and I always I don't I'm not a fan of wearing stuff like that because it's still got the face on it, right. like, so it looks like you're pro. Like when yeah. I saw that shirt on you, I was like. For me, I was like, it would have went hard if it was Obama. It's like this is still my president. Yeah, you know, something exactly. like that. No, I get it. I get yeah, it. Especially yeah. somebody
4: who doesn't speak English. I and mean, I my first stares was all like looking yeah, like, this. like you need to explain. But something. I speak yeah. pretty good Spanish. I'm telling them like, you know, like
3: Oh, you speak pretty good Spanish? Yeah, sorry. Where are you learning it's from? Decent.
4: I'm Puerto Rican. Oh, Jamaican shit. and Trinidadian yeah. Ah. I'm yeah.
3: To the dad, do they have like a festival, like parade and all that? Yeah, yeah. I ain't That's never, been in, I never been in none of, of them.
4: I mean, it ain't safe. It's, like, it's all right.
3: I'm okay with that. They're a little bit more dangerous. No, That's no, no. Either. I'm not
4: talking about a little bit. I'm talking about shootouts. It's not like. Oh,
3: really? I, yeah, I will skip not- those. <laughs> I
4: will not be at those events. Yeah, uh- <laughs> are Especially did you right? think you so was in Orange. Or oh, in the Parkway in Brooklyn? Huh? I'm sorry, what is it?
0: Oh, yeah, shoot it. They didn't think he was an orange on your shirt, or <laughs> <laughs>
4: he's
0: very bright. He
4: is. He's, he he's is a a very, very orange
0: fella. He's a very Cheeto man, or something. <laughs> uh-huh. <He's a> very, <laughs> I don't know.
2: Oh, no. A okay. hot Cheeto. Oh, hot. It,
0: he's sure. no. He's like a a pale hot Cheeto. You know how chocolate gets ashy afterwards. He's like an ashy <laughs> Cheeto, <laughs> <laughs> just ashy and bloated. Anyway, <laughs> lost
3: myself in that.
2: All right, yeah. so I was I was I was scrolling through your Instagram, how I do every yeah. day because I'm a huge fan for sure. Thank you. Um, and I saw that uh, Timbaland had commented on one of your pick on one I of like your Feel like more than one, right? And Kaylani too. Yeah. So you've been working with some some big names that you can
4: tell us about. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Tim, I want a beat from him. Uh, we've been in talks. Uh, hopefully, you know that works out. Mm-hmm. I love his production. I'm, you know me, I'm like real classic. I love yeah, like yeah, he's songs. like all the classics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his beat patterns is crazy. He just he's he's an amazing producer. So I'm hoping to work with him in the future. Kalani and I are definitely working on something. I have something okay. for her project. She has something for mine. It's gonna mm. be. Really good. I'm really excited. I'm excited as well. I honestly was very starstruck at yeah. I don't really like I always told myself, like, if it was not Jay-Z, I really probably won't get starstruck. But like Keilani is one of my favorite of the new age R and B people. Mm, just because okay. she's just so down to earth. Like mm-hmm. and you can tell in her music and I've been to her concert before. Like she's just so
3: So you've been able to meet her already then, right?
4: No. Okay. I've no, never yeah. I've never met her. We have uh, studio sessions coming up and stuff like that. but I don't up, know.
3: okay. I was just about to ask: Are you doing everything actually live, or are you doing I, the yeah? Email I love thing? the
4: whole classic, just like you know, really two pulling, people pulling in the same studio, yeah. mm-hmm. not sending the sessions to each other and all that. I think the organic vibe is cool. Has
3: mm-hmm. it always been easy for you to jump into some uh, into the studio with somebody that you never met and like no. lock into your creative bag? No, no no,
4: no, 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 It's still yeah. hard. It's yeah. still hard right now. Yeah, it's still hard. My my people could tell you, I'd be like, uh. We gotta go through seventy beats before I like something. Before you pick one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And
3: then you still gotta write it. And
4: mm-hmm. then I still gotta write it, right? Yeah. Which I, I write with with the beat off. Really? Because and I'm I'm used to like Same. poetry. I write with oh. the exactly. beat off. So if I listen exactly. to it, Makes I know sense. the I know the flow. Mm-hmm. I turn it off. Sometimes I do reference tracks where I say nothing. You see a lot of people. Oh, yeah, yeah, like Dudu, <laughs> exactly.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those go hard though. That's what the notepad is for. Like the voice notes. <laughs> for sure, yeah. Those be going hard. Like you be playing them out loud, people be like, What are you doing? What are you saying? I,
4: am, I I'm know. Snapping, what I'm doing. <laughs> doing. Right. <laughs> snapping exactly. right now. Snapping right now. yeah, <laughs> I'm
3: snapping right now. But wait till this joint
4: done. Wait till it's done. Exactly.
3: Um that was interesting that you said Kaylani, you got you got starstruck when she reached out to you, but Jay Z, you feel like you wouldn't. Is that because he's been so a part of your life when it comes to musically? And no,
4: I said I would. Oh, you would I be. Said, okay, I said I'm got not usually you. starstruck for anybody except. Hey, but you're for saying Jay Z? Got
3: you, got you. Okay, I thought you, said you wouldn't be. I'm like, damn, nah, the roof. that would be
4: crazy. I've been, I've talked to so many, like, and there's so many of them that follow me. So many great artists, that yeah, have, yeah. like whatever. And I just. I don't want to do no extra posting because I don't want it to be uncomfortable for them. But some of the greatest lyricists ever have all reached out and just, you know, gave their salute to me. Mm-hmm. But my like I would really like I don't know what I would do if I met Jay-Z. I you really know, don't know. I know. And I know he's, he's heard my music. This is what I know to be true, that he's yeah. heard my music. So yeah. it's like it's, it's a great feeling.
3: Do you feel like you may be a fainter?
4: I don't know what I'm capable of. Okay, it okay. scares me almost. Honestly, yeah. like, Honestly, I don't know.
2: Yeah. It's like, is it tears? Am I going to faint? Am I going to jump it up if and down? I'm just going to sit
4: there and just be like,
2: yeah, the, like I don't, you know, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah.
4: Hope not, because it's going to be really slow of me to do.
0: <laughs> what are, if you could name three things. Yeah. What are three things that you would say for a person that wants to, you're speaking on the rooster's Q, How you have to get your mindset right, yeah, and mean, rebuild from the bottom up, yeah. What are three to five things that you would say are you know just so important in that process?
4: Knowing who you are as a as a person first and foremost. Knowing what you will and will not tolerate, and then also being guided by principle and by faith and not swayed by popularity. Mm-hmm. Um that would be my top thing. So I think a lot of people are lost and they're looking for like something. So they get a they get a little bit of everybody in them. You know what I mean? Mm. And then it comes into the being this horrible person. Like I know Erica Badu speaks about it in the interview where she says everybody's just frequencies, mm. you know, in this world. We just, there's bad frequencies, there's good frequencies. And, you know, it's, nobody's no different than, than each other. When you begin right. to start believing that you're not a frequency is when shit just like goes away. Mm-hmm. So I think that everybody should just really like find who they are.
3: And like frequencies. And be okay mm. with
4: that and then surround yourself with like-minded individuals. So whether you are bad frequency or not, don't come, if you're a bad frequency, don't try to be around good frequencies because I'm going to be honest with you, you can't change. I, I think dirt will rub off on white before white rubs off on dirt. You know ooh, what I'm saying? So it's mm, like ooh. you got to be. Heard you. <laughs> Y'all are so sick. <laughs> Heard you, <sucks. laughs> Heard noted like, hmm. uh, Excuse
3: me, excuse me, yeah. for the congregation. Run that back one more time, please. <laughs> Get out of here. Run that back one more time.
4: <laughs> uh, you really want me to run that no, for I, real, I, I for need real. to run so that put back a one more, time. On your, one more right. sweat on your forehead. I think, I think that um, dirt will rub off on white before white rubs off on dirt. Amen. So Ooh. surround yourself with good people, good energy. Mm-hmm. Be the person that you will want to be, that you will want to be friends with, basically. And um, just to keep be the same person all the time. Like be it just be that. If you want to be a ninja turtle, you better be that shit. Like you just better be it. Like just be it. You know. Yeah,
0: you gotta. You go. built like be one like... anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it look like one. <laughs> like one. Shaped like one. Ball like one.
1: You.
4: <laughs> I
0: saw you with that wig off. <laughs> that <Right>. waist <laughs> train on your back. Right. Know what you shape like. Uh, no. <laughs> Um, You said something earlier that really caught my attention. Yeah. And I think it really needs to be spoke about. Mm-hmm. Something I don't like about the culture right now. Mm-hmm. You spoke about insecure women. Yeah. But I think it's insecure men as well.
4: Oh my God. Insecurity
0: as a whole is a very ugly thing. Mm-hmm. I you talking about it though. I heard this guy say, oh, I don't want my girl to be friendly. You want to murder her in the house? Or what do you want? <laughs> you want her to stab you up in there? What's going on? Uh, okay. What do you think about people who are insecure trying to set the tone of the culture that you can't love you can't love people. You can't just be good to people.
4: I don't know where that narrative came from. I know that the world, we all have our share of insecurities, which is fine. Mm-hmm. To an extent, it's fine because you can't be thinking that you're this perfect person. We all have something that's like, nah, I ain't good right there. Like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when you deflect them on other people and tell people what to feel and how they should and should not feel about things, I think that's that's where things get skewed, you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with treating somebody with human decency. It's nothing wrong with loving somebody. It's nothing wrong with any any of that. Like I don't I don't know if I'm addressing your your question the way you want yeah, me to, yeah. but I don't know. I just I think that people shouldn't tell people what to do. I think people should do what they want to do. Because like, that's how you've you know, Okay, yeah. just yeah. do what you want to do. So do what you,
0: I want to do. do at all times. <laughs> at all times. <laughs> right,
4: Exactly.
3: Since so okay. you've like uh, like. Um, found like, you know, clearly you know a lot about like energies and frequencies and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. When did you, when, when when would you say you found that part in your life and you really started like l- really started paying attention to it and making sure it was a part of your life. Like proper energy and frequencies.
4: Weird. I feel like I've been doing it my whole life.
3: You just never like focused I never on
4: really it. like said it out loud, but I I've, I've just, always yeah. been on some like, I don't get a from them. Like I don't, right right like, yeah. I don't even so much It's crazy, when I was young, I remember being Fourteen. I was in Jersey. I was in uh, this place called Skate Twenty Two. It was like the skating mm. rink or whatever. And it, and um, man, that shit. I was in the like a crowd, and I told my best friend like something bad's about to happen. Like mm. I feel so, I feel crazy right now. she's like yo, relax. We just got in here. I was like, let's go. And I called my mom because I was like, you know, I was like, call my mom. She can't get us. And like, I, I think like thirty minutes later, somebody got shot in the head right where we were standing. Mm. You know? and I That's was crazy. Like, it As just intuition. be weird. It'd be you, weird you've stuff. Like, felt and, I, it, yeah. and it's several things like that have happened since then in my yeah. life that it's just
3: like that made you, you know? be like, I need to make sure I pay attention to this. Pay
4: now attention because, because I happening. know that my stuff, I never get the wrong vibe about anything, even mm-hmm. in my relationships. I'd be like, mm, mm-mm. Yeah. I ain't gonna look, but I know look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so look. I got to keep
2: you right here. Yeah, because yeah, I already know you're trying to play
4: gotta... with my body, and I, you know, I'm yeah.
2: So you've always been a pretty intuitive person. Very, for sure. very
4: intuitive, and I'm glad that I've always stuck to my gut with that. Because a lot of people be like, yeah, "I think you overreact," and i be like, I don't, "I'm never overreacting." Yeah. With
2: it. And
3: even if you are, it's like, "Hey, look, man, I've seen enough to know that I'm going with everything at exactly. this point." Yeah, like I'm
4: gonna overreact. Any chances? Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Bet <laughs> on yourself.
0: <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out, Bet Definitely. on yourself.
4: And I'm a roulette player. Definitely bet on yourself. Bet I on. I did black. want to ask
3: you that earlier. So you're a gambler. Yes. You are. How bad?
4: Uh, she said
2: that glass. She was like,
4: "Yes." So
3: roulette. That is, you got to be a real gambler to like roulette.
2: Yeah, because I that like roulette, shit is roulette because all you chance. either
4: win big or you don't.
2: But you lose <laughs> all, big, all that that big. You you, you,
4: can, you don't necessarily got to lose big though. That's okay. the thing. Everything you win is thirty five times what you what you put down. You feel me? So you gonna put down? I see what you're saying. Okay, I get it. If you gonna put down ten dollars, you can win three hundred and fifty, or you can lose ten dollars. It is what it is.
3: that's why it's addictive.
4: It's a I mean, that's why I say for me myself, I prefer to play off my earnings. That's how I get them. Okay. Okay. I play off the house money. So once I'm done with the house money runs out, put your money back in my pocket. Put my money back in my pocket. yeah. But I've been learning also to start pocketing every one hundred. Past mm. my house money. Okay. okay, this is how I'm. I leave with some winnings. Yeah, because so <laughs> you don't want to bet in all like, of it. Damn, I'm up seven thousand. Let's get it. And I bet my whole seven thousand because I came down with one thousand. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And then yeah. now
4: I only got one thousand. I'm sad. I am puppy dog face leaving out. But yeah. I'd rather be like shit. Now I got my seven thousand. Put a thousand in my pocket. So I'm only betting off six thousand. But yeah. I really already came up a thousand. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it's strategic to everything. Yeah. I think it's always in, in life. Never come out in a negative. Even if it's Facts. break even, never come
0: out in a negative for anything. Yeah, thing. I'm a gambler. I uh, I play poker. We had oh, a great shit. we had a great gambling conversation. We did. Lately. Yeah. Um, I gotta, we gotta
3: send her that. We that, gotta send her that clip. I'm gonna y'all. See this
0: crazy clip of uh Delay and Billy Sorrells, and D-Lay goes it's, it's into it's called "Did You Miss Me" podcast, mm-hmm. and he talks about his biggest gambling binge. Oh my god. How much you lost? The most. So right. I'm gonna ask you the question that gamblers don't ask each other: How much have? You, what's the most you ever lost?
4: I lost seven thousand before.
3: And you went in with that how was much? Years ago. You went in with a thousand, got seven, or you, you went in with seven?
4: No, I went in with my seven. I Lost that I lost seven. The whole seven. seven. That's when I got this mantra about about. Gotcha. Not. Like, this yeah. was all off
3: the roulette table. You don't you don't venture over so to any other the. I'm tables? a blackjack
4: girl, but blackjack money is very slow for me.
3: Mm. You are right, yeah So,
4: But I'm cool with it If I got time for the day I go ahead and put my little chips into here And bust down Tatiana and Yeah, whatever.
3: Yeah, so I you know go like, to the casinos
4: Yeah, I like the yeah. casinos It's none in LA Which is good for me
3: Because then you ain't got no it's reason to good for to stop. me Because
4: in LA they only got the table So you can only play blackjack yeah. So you lose a little $100 You lost your $100 but 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 Vegas ain't nothing
3: but what? Eight hours away.
4: Man, three hours Is that, that, that close? Oh, driving is three hours 45 minutes For a $60 flight I'm like I might just do it Yeah
3: also, people are really planning their days out to gamble. Over oh, there. No, of for
4: course, real. of course. And Vegas, we go like, like it's nothing. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Vegas is like nothing. Like, it's
3: nothing. Well, I'm terrified to gamble, man. I'm just so. You'll <laughs> be so I mad. Mean,
2: Even ten dollars, I'm like, I'm. Tight. I, the most I I'm put pissed. in was like no, fifty or forty. This, I had. To, I time.
4: was OD up. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I was. Yeah. I was up when I when I lost seven thousand. I was up in my life at the time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Whatever, but. I would never lose seven thousand right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, not never, not never.
3: You need this man. He's the most frugal person I know.
4: Really? But new.
3: I put it in the uh, yeah. If it's not, I respect it. If it's not forwarding our mission, yeah, it's not getting spent. I respect it. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty much what it is. It's just like, no, I need battery packs. Okay, yeah. that's about four hundred. Yeah. We cannot buy that. We can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I respect like, that. Yeah. I really I, do. I buy and everything I say. I, I need this Oh no AJ
0: told me I have to spend money On oh the brand I have to spend man. money On what's gonna Further my life yeah.
2: Okay Your closure's Not gonna do that
4: Right Oh man
2: you know? She said your, your closure
4: <laughs> That's <laughs> horrible Why hey. you taking away From her stuff hey,
2: be And then you go Talk about her being Her hair messed up. You
4: said oh, be natural me.
0: You know my rule About women Have whatever makeup You want Wear a wig Don't wear a wig do whatever you want. Just right. look good in it.
4: Do whatever you That's want. I don't do. I it. like that. Do whatever you want.
0: I'm yeah. not here for that. <laughs> just look good in it. Cause if you look, look like good. Big Bird, I'm gonna call you Big Bird. Lord. <laughs> you know it. That's my one rule. i sure <laughs> he knows that. You, she be- knows. you better
4: get her closure.
0: Hey, let me tell you something. She better. She better do something to get her closure. <laughs> <laughs> she better I'm do something. She sure better do something to get her closure. She's, I'm sure no, she's she can. Not against she something. can automatically get that closure. She know that. Yeah. But just saying, not you know. But just saying in general, it's um working with AJ has taught me. Uh, to be more frugal I'm a Libra I'm not frugal I buy every you Fucking hostile? September Thank Late God. September I buy every There's a
3: difference Between the months If you're at the oh, same yes. sign So in oh every sign There's least half signs. Yeah yeah
0: yeah And there's like one Like almost like twins Like a cousin like, hey you're kind of cool You're a fucking psycho <laughs> This one over here Those those late That's Libras why. Are pathological
4: Speak on it, brother, okay? It. Oh, did, crazy lie. Lie. I'm, I'm not that one. Ones.
0: I'm just kind of like,
4: the I'm the one
0: who likes to be in the middle. I'm like, I don't want to want to do this. Yeah, Don't yeah. involve yeah. me in your bullshit. I don't really know. <laughs> I'm going to go shopping over here. Leave me mm-hmm. out of it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> What's your sign? <laughs> it's cancer.
2: Cancer. I'm a Taurus. April oh, Taurus.
4: Thank you. Thank you. April okay. Taurus. Okay. Yes, that works. The
2: Sagittarius. Every time Wait, I, say Sagittarius, I say Sagittarius, I feel
3: like
0: shit. goes left. June? Oh, okay.
4: Okay. I'm June. Every yes, time, girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a swear. Sagittars
0: are lit now. Yeah, as far as the pussy. I was about, about to don't say,
4: know about that's that only that. sex. I'm sorry,
3: what? That's it, a I'm a Sagittarius, but I was saying, i was saying it feels like every time I tell somebody I'm a Sagittarius, like, mm. shit goes, they be like, mm. I do not they be fuck like with
2: the Like December?
3: December 9th.
1: <laughs> mm. But you know what? <laughs> See what I'm talking about?
2: But <laughs> <laughs> well, this, well, this is the
3: truth about Sagittarius,
0: though. I've dated a few. They are people who can be re- great, though, because they're going to fuck with themselves. <laughs> they're not, and you're not this, like, as a cancer, you're not going to move. If somebody tells you, you're not going to be famous. Watch me, bitch. Yeah, Watch that me. part. You yeah. don't move. So they don't
4: move. They can be—he's a little crazy, you know. He does not really. You emotional. don't
2: tell me about moving. I'm a Taurus, literally. Yeah. You, you cannot. Yeah. I will not budge.
4: Yeah. I'm we no stubborn as fuck. Taurus. Yeah. Me, I won't. I'm say working on personally. it. I'm working on it
2: though. <laughs> but look, slowly. We appreciate you coming
3: through to the Three O Podcast. You got to get up out of here. So, oh, uh, uh, go ahead tell everybody where they can find you. They, I'm sure they know exactly who you are, but you know.
4: Alright, um, it's Lady London and You guys can find me on every social media platform um, Well, I guess Twitter and Instagram At Lady London with three N's My name is not with three N's though It's just regular Lady London Just so I can um, get that
3: ad name off
4: yeah, just because somebody stole like just a little so ancient girl. At she won't let me have yeah, it. I DMed I mean. her. She won't let me have it. Anyway, okay. <laughs> she so. might have to cut
3: that check on some point. Yeah, essentially. Yeah,
4: yeah. It's okay. But, um, yeah, thank you guys for having me so much. I appreciate it. Thank Shout out, Raleigh. Shout out the whole North Carolina. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, thank this you. is the Three
3: Oak Podcast. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Everything, the Three Oak Podcast. Peace.
4: Peace. Later.